This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. Let's go to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. We're talking with the great Terry Francona. I know everybody poo-poos baseball fights. They're like, hey, you go out there and everybody's just talking yeah. and shoving. But when you get out there, man, those guys are big. They they get after yeah. it. And when they get after it, man, look out. It makes you a little nervous. Robin Ventura still won't talk about Nolan Ryan to, to this day. He, he wants <laughs> nothing with that conversation. Listen to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. Jimmy out here with a red hot Randy McKay. Yes, indeed, another winning week. I mean, it's getting kind of tired. Go ahead, baby. Two and one last week, 20 and 10 the last 10 weeks. A perfect five and one collectively. Now, you and Brady Canning had the same pick with the under on Monday night. So we'll count that as four and one, but. You know, if you double up on a double pick, there you go. Good job by our NFL contributors here on the Sports Betters Paradise. Big Randy, fresh back from that Sunday night game, Denver and Minnesota. Had a little bit of everything in that one. Probably the the key spot in that one was that fumble. Huh? The, the fumbles came back to, to cost Minnesota that lead. Boy, it was amazing that uh, there were a two-point conversion away from not even covering in that game because they had control of the game for most of it. So now you're back and looking at the NFL schedule. One of the things you you are a schedule, you look at it before they even tee it up for the first time in a regular season, and you like like to work buys. Coming off of buys sometimes, the Indianapolis Colts are coming off of a buy. They host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They are laying two and a half against the visiting Bucks. Yeah, and you got a kind of a wounded team here that got a buy – you know, the injury reports aren't out full yet, so uh, I always look at your injury reports going into the games, but the injury reports this early aren't real real accurate, but uh, you get a big wounded team that's played pretty well, 5-5 five and five record, surprising for this Colts team. You know, on the other side, you know, Tampa's still in it as well, so they got a shot always in the AFC South. It's pretty much up for grabs, so uh, you got two teams here. Tampa comes off a hard-hitting San Fran game and then has got to travel back to Indi- play in the Dome against this Colts team. And I see an edge here getting in early on this two-and-a-half because I believe this game will go to three or maybe even higher depending on what this injury report comes out. And, uh, you know, I think Tampa or uh, Indianapolis will have some success now with Taylor getting back into the game plan you know, this is one of the best running backs in the NFL a couple years ago, you know, and this offensive line, a little better last year than they were the year before. Year before, when Frank Reich was a coach, he had a, you know, it was a makeshift, makeshift outfit there, and he had to really make up some play calls to uh, hide some of the problems they were having. But uh, they're getting back to where they're a strong unit, you know, Minshew, kind of a gunslinger, you know, better backup quarterback than starter, but uh, this is what they got going forward, you know. And uh, on the other side, you know, Mayfield, 
you know, always kind of that middling road, you know, get you down to the red zone, but then they can't convert like they did last week against the San Fran team. I think they'll have a lot of problems too. The big uh, difference in this game for me is this Tampa Bay so-so below average offensive line, not very good on the road in a loud environment in that dome. Of course, they did get the victory in week one versus Minnesota, but uh, I can see them struggling here in the dome against a good defensive line with Buckner and company here for the Colts. So minus two and a half here for me with the Colts. Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay covering that closing line last week at plus 13 and a half. Remember that thing opened up at 10, went all the way to 13 and a half. And, um, and it, yeah, kind of a cutsy effort for them. They kind of hung, you know, traded punches a little bit, found a way to cover it, but now uh, back-to-back uh, road trips as they'll go to Indianapolis this week. And, you know, Baker Mayfield still makes some plays, and then he'll real ball security issues and things like that. So, which kind of erase some of the good plays that he'll make. But they did uh, they did battle hard in San Francisco. Indy fresh off of that five. And, yeah, you talked about there. That was out of nowhere when their offensive line kind of went south because that was sort of a given that they had one of the best offensive lines year in and year out. But and it did. It kind of went uh, south that particular year, Reich's last year. All right, boy, a lot of things to talk about with this Kansas City team, okay? We hit the under, all right, but Kansas City up 10. A lot of people whining who had Kansas City. That's fine, but keep in mind, that's why you hedge to you know create uh, you know insurance uh, for your original bet and create a middle massive middles opportunity. But, you know, as soon as Philly got it, you also you have all the drops. You had the bad weather. Um, the, the You had the field position game. The exchange of punts were terrible. Reed goes for it on fourth and two or three, gets a 19-yard net yard punt. Philadelphia right before that got a 60-yard a, a net punt. So that flipped the field. But Philly flat out stole it from Kansas City. So Kansas City looking bad, recency bias, or – I think Kansas City's got some problems. One thing I saw, too, was Kansas City up front, man, they were playing hard. They really controlled, you know, their defensive line controlled the offensive line for Philadelphia. All Philly could do was get a little screen, kind of, you know, catching their pressure, sucking in uh, for one key play. But I, I see them, they left a lot on that field in a rematch of the Super Bowl against Philadelphia. Vegas is 3 and 0 now against the spread since the coaching change. They didn't they didn't win, but they covered easily the closing line of 14 down in Miami and now they're at home catching nine and a half against these Kansas City Chiefs. Lots lots to figure out here, Randy. Yeah, definitely lots to figure out. Kansas City has dominated this series against the Raiders. You know, hopefully look to turn it around here, getting nine and a half points. You know, you got a seven and three Kansas City team now against a five and six Raider team still in the playoff mix in the wide open AFC. Who knows who's going to get in the wild card spot there? I mean, there's so many candidates that uh, we could run down on. It would take a take a while for the breakdown. So, uh, yeah. This Kansas City team struggling off that Monday night game, and we've seen these receivers have big-time troubles with the uh, catching the ball situation. You know, I saw that against Detroit, and they lead the league in drop passes this 
the offense has really been struggling, especially in second halves. Last two games, no points against Miami, I believe, and against uh, against Philly last night. So, uh, and this Las Vegas Raider team has a better defense than than expected. You know, going into the year, they weren't considered a great unit, but we're seeing Crosby and company. And even in the defensive backfield, we've seen them improve a lot, getting some turnovers against Miami. Miami missed a lot of field goals too. Ben don't break kind of defense, which is perfect in this situation, you know, getting these this kind of points. Plus, under Pierce now, we're seeing the Las Vegas Raider team kind of change your persona, run the ball a little bit more, control the ball with Jacobs. And another key here for their offense is they might get back big offensive tackle here, Colton Miller. And that would help against Jones and company, who you described dominated that game against Philly. You know, Casey left many points off the board. You know, got to be a weird game in that second half. They had a good chance, but I, I can see them coming in this game. You know, they want to get right, but they're going to struggle to do it. And the Raiders are going to be there. Of course, we got a rookie quarterback who's showing some signs. Maybe can get some offense going there, too, for the Raiders. So plus nine and a half here for the Raiders, I think, is too much. This game should be right around seven. All right, a lot of points in a row. And I think a little bit of that high number, too, is just the branding. And, in, in, you know, the Super Bowl, defending Super Bowl champs, we think this Kansas City offense is going to, you know, gonna flick a switch or something. That's not going to happen, man. I mean, they they got way more problems and then that. Get extra value this football season with the Bet River Squares. Went up to $10,000 in bonus money. Bet $10 in same-game parlays on any game with the Squares icon to earn a square. That's brought to you by our friends over at Bet Rivers. All right, you got a teaser for us to close out Thanksgiving uh, Thanksgiving Day schedule in the NFL. Green Bay is, <clears throat> is going to Detroit. Boy, I, I guess, you know, they will actually have a little time to you know, focus on the TV instead of with the in-laws and everything. Oh, huh, Randy? So, yeah. you know, the NFL for so many years has forced us to uh, interact with our family. But this one, we got one to watch. Detroit is minus seven and a half at home against Green Bay. And then Denver, uh, Cleveland at Denver, De- Cleveland is plus two and a half. You look at a tease, of course, over the three and seven, the long teaser. Detroit down to one and a half. Cleveland up to plus eight and a half. We'll start with the Green Bay Detroit game. Yeah, and before I do that, happy Thanksgiving, everybody, and a special day. You get the three games plus the back, the Black Friday. I wasn't going to give out. You know, some of these uh, teams are, you know, a couple points higher in the spread because they get more public action on Thanksgiving than any day. I wasn't going to painfully you guys with a Washington plus 11 pick. So <laughs> I, I decided to take this one for the show. You know, Detroit pulled off and pulled off a win and when they're playing their C or D game last week against the Bears. You know, the Bears had a pretty good performance there and kind of gave that one away late. I don't think uh, Green Bay's offense can hang in there with Detroit's offense here. So getting that down to one and a half looks very appealing to me you know I just don't want to deal with laying that kind of number and then getting backdoored by you know a lucky packer run or something so uh 
that's the way I look at this game. You know, of course, you know, this game's for playoffs too. Green Bay, very slim chance with a four and six record. But, uh, and then of course, Detroit got a big break there with the Vikings losing on Sunday night because they got to play the Vikings two more times and might struggle with them there because Vikings usually dominate that series against them. So uh, they're looking pretty fat and happy, and hopefully they keep it going for us and and get us in the one-and-a-half-point range there. I wonder, I wonder how much uh, – the only thing that scares me about that teaser is Green Bay, a little pride here. It was on Thursday night where they were just pushed around by the Detroit Lions in Lambeau. So – you know, I'm, uh, I'm I'm interested to see that one. And in Cleveland, plus two and a half, going to tease it to plus eight and a half against Denver. I mean, Cleveland is built for, I mean, close games and unders. It's, it certainly looks like another one against Pittsburgh on Sunday. Yeah, you got a seven and three Cleveland team who's right in the race there for the, with Baltimore for the uh, AFC North. And then you got Denver now in the playoff run as well. You know, another one of these, AFC teams that uh, you know seven spots available and they got a five and five record so uh, they're right there you know this uh, this looks like a very low scoring type game as reflected in the total you know you got a, one of the best defenses on the road and you got a young quarterback who came back got the win there against the Steelers we still covered you know that was an ugly game didn't watch too much of it because uh, usually I have the red zone on and uh, and uh, they only uh, uh, like offense on that, so you don't see the ugly plays. And uh, very low-scoring team, Denver, who likes to kick field goals, where they have four, four field goals against the Vikings. It seems like Sean Payton likes to take the hands off of Russell Wilson so he doesn't turn the ball over, and it's been working these last three games. You know, no turnovers for Denver been controlling the turnover differential and that's been uh, their key to success so that all bodes well for us getting plus eight and a half here with the Browns team who might even win the game outright. Peyton showed me a little versatility to because he had that long stretch with Drew Brees where he can trust him so much you know he can attack the field with also protecting the ball and that was just not the case with Wilson. Wilson is not what he used to be he is what he is now and well, I mean, he's a game manager, and that gives him the best chance to win. They felt some things fell their way uh, on Sunday night, but at least they fell their way against Monday night as well. But, uh, you know, giving themselves a chance to win the game. Not beating themselves is, uh, is the first thing, you know, to their, uh, their approach with Denver right now. So Cleveland plus eight and a half. DTR, okay, in his first start with reps instead of that thrown-in start against Baltimore earlier in the year. And then Detroit, minus one-and-a-half against the Green Bay Packers. you got to think they'll have their attention. Detroit focus will be there because they were fortunate they were in position to come back against the Chicago Bears on Sunday. They did it, but they were a, they were a very low win percentage probability late, late in that one. We're thankful for you, Randy McKay. Hell yeah. If we can't be thankful for 20 and 10 over a 10-week stretch, what the hell can we be thankful for? <laughs> happy Thanksgiving to you, my man. We appreciate you. And uh, happy Thanksgiving to all of our viewers and listeners here in the Sports Betters Paradise. For Randy McKay, I'm Jimmy Yod. Happy Thanksgiving here from the Sports Betters Paradise in the Pet Rivers YouTube channel. 
If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider.